Welcome to Economic Development Secrets, where economic developers from across the country spill their secrets to our host, Nicole D'Souza. You'll hear firsthand accounts from economic developers in the trenches, from what works to what doesn't work, how deals come together or how deals go bad. You'll hear everyone's economic development secrets. Welcome to Economic Development Secrets. This month, we were joined by Mary Jacobs, Assistant City Manager of Sierra Vista, Arizona. Having a relatively young economic development organization, Mary discusses the process of establishing their department and also shares her thoughts on national economic development trends. It's that time. Let's check out Mary's Economic Development Secrets. Hi, Mary. Welcome to Economic Development Secrets. Oh, thanks, Nicole. It's really great uh, great to be on here. I, I'm so honored that you would include the City of Sierra Vista in your program. Great. Well, we are so glad to have you. Could you start by telling the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. I have been um, in city management for um, over 20 years, and I've been with the City of Sierra Vista as the assistant city manager for 17 of those years. So it's been a really great run for me. Um, I oversee most of the uh, non-public safety operational functions for the city and economic development just happens to be one of the areas that um, that I supervise so you know we've got um, a lot going on in Sierra Vista and I'm really anxious to, to tell you and your listeners all about it. Great well we are anxious to hear about it so can you tell us a little bit about Sierra Vista? Sure um, Sierra Vista is about 45,000 people. We're in the southeast corner of Arizona, about 70 miles from Tucson. But we're also the home of Fort Huachuca, which is the largest military installation in the entire state of Arizona. And they, um, they do a lot of uh, very important functions for the Army, including their military intelligence training and um, running all of their computers um, and network operations among other things and so they have a pretty significant impact as you can imagine on our local economy about 50 percent of the economic um, condition of the community is either directly or indirectly related to Fort Huachuca so when there are um, cutbacks as there have been over the, the course of the Great Recession they've naturally had an impact on the entire community. Um, we're a full-service organization and um, we have terrific partnerships with our local, um, all of our local organizations from the school district to the hospital to our colleges and um, in fact recently I'm really proud to say that Sierra Vista was designated as a Great American Defense Community by the Association of Defense Communities. So we're very proud of that. We're very proud of our military heritage here in Sierra Vista. And, um, and we're proud that we're a, a very high-functioning um, organization as a city operation. Congratulations. That's very impressive. Thanks. Well, what some of the listeners might not know is that Sierra Vista's Economic Development Department is only about three and a half years old, correct? That's right. Could you tell us a little bit about what it was like setting it up, the whole department, and getting it going, and what it looks like now? Absolutely. You know, um, I'm sure that most communities that maybe have embarked upon economic development have 
typically done so not when things are going really great, you know what I mean? <laughs> Usually you jump into economic development when you need a little extra um, push. And Sierra Vista was really fortunate. We had a, a great partnership with an economic development foundation here in our community that had been serving as our contractor for economic development services for many years. And um, they had a lot of great successes. Um, but you know, the community really was not investing a lot of money in economic development. And as things really started to show up in terms of um, impacts to the community as a result of cutbacks at the federal government, it was really sort of a renewed effort to relook at economic development on a community-wide basis. And, and the, the city council had been talking about this for some time and determined that they, they really wanted to lead the effort on behalf of the community and not necessarily feel like they were, um, and I wouldn't say abdicating because they weren't abdicating, they were contracting with our foundation, but um, not without a lot of uh, direction coming from them. So um, almost five years ago, we, we pulled in an outside consultant to help us put together a, a just a, a framework for what is it that we needed to be focusing on because as you know in economic development you can't just throw spaghetti up at the wall and see what sticks you really need to spend some time finding out what your strengths your weaknesses are and um, and focusing on those areas where we have some growth so as a result of that, this great framework was put together that uh, we called the Plan for Prosperity that has been guiding the, the way that Sierra Vista has been investing in economic development. So that was kind of the start. And, and I think you know what was really important about it is that it wasn't just driven by the city. It was very community-based with leadership from all of the different areas in um, Sierra Vista to participate in establishing this new vision. You know, from, from there, of course, it's the, the implementation, and that starts with some leadership on the city council who felt it was important enough to invest additional dollars in economic development. So, um, you know, we started with our first economic development manager position. We were also able to hire an additional person to focus on the business recruitment and, or excuse me, the business retention and expansion component of it. Because, you know, that's, that's one area, I think, in economic development that requires a lot of time and attention, a lot of care and feeding of our existing businesses, but it's always the sexy thing to bring in the new business. And, um, you know, if we, can, if we can just help our local businesses grow, then we end up making a big impact on our economy as well. So we're up and running, and um, you know I'm sure we'll get a chance to talk about some of our key focus areas and, and strategies as we as we go along in our conversation. That was actually my next question: was if we could go a little bit more in depth into your community-based strategy. Absolutely. So the strategy really sort of focused on. Um, you know, we, we started off with kind of a, a three-legged stool, um, and our consultant affectionately called it EDS, MEDS, and FEDS. So, you know, we don't want to um, we don't want to discount the importance of Fort Huachuca because obviously 
you know, even just moving that needle a small amount from, you know, 50% to say 48% is a is a pretty Herculean effort given the impact that it has on the economy. But um, you know, two of our other strengths that were identified were was our our education component, the higher education, and Cochise College is was recently ranked as the number three community college in the entire country. They have some amazing programs and of course having that great education component is is really significant. So they're very much a partner at the table with us along with our other higher education and of course our local school district um, because workforce is so very important in economic development and you know we're not going to attract new businesses here if we can't give them the, the type of workforce that they need to work in their job, in their um, businesses. And then, um, you know, the, the health was uh, one area that we were pursuing as we got a brand new hospital that was constructed just under two years ago. And so that was a, a big investment made here locally. And of course, as you know, the healthcare industry continues to be the largest job growth area in the country and certainly in uh, the state of Arizona as well. So we wanted to take advantage of that. Um, and then sort of as some of those subcomponents, we needed to really focus on, okay, you know, out of all of these different subcomponents, we, we like probably half the country looking in the area of technology and cyber and um, and so that ended up being our our sort of low-hanging fruit um, right off the bat, which is what can we do? What area can we focus on for the long term that could really set us apart in Sierra Vista as a great place for something in the technology and cyber area? So um, so we kind of took that and um, delved a little deeper through the assistance of a of an outside expert, um, and also the assistance of a community-based committee that um, got together and was really advising our economic development manager on some of the potential areas that would be, um, you know, great for growth in Sierra Vista. Because remember. Because of Fort Huachuca, we have a lot of defense contractors, and we also have a lot of soldiers who are separating who have very high-tech skills because of the types of missions that are on Fort Huachuca. That means we have a really strong, technologically adept workforce. We also have one of the highest higher education, you know, bachelor's degree uh, rates in the state of Arizona. So we've got a well-educated, highly technically competent workforce and we wanted to take advantage of that and take advantage of some opportunities that existing defense contractors may have in the future to break more into the private sector and to diversify themselves away from the you know complete reliance on the military so um, you know kind of killing two birds with one stone we we identified a real uh, unique niche for Sierra Vista that we could focus on and that was cyber operations. So we also partnered with the Cochise College and the University of Arizona South and the U of A South spent the last year, year and a half, putting together a cyber operations bachelor's degree. 
So they work with Cochise College, who does the first part of the degree. So you're, you know, the first two years, and they just got up up and running this past fall of 2016 with their first cohort of students in cyber operations. That's a very neat niche to practice to be involved with, and it sounds like you've done a great job securing a you know talent pool for your future workforce, which is great. I think that is one thing that gets forgotten a lot of the time in economic development, which is so sad because it's just vital to the well-being of your community and economies. Well, and even tying in, uh, there's a wonderful committee, community-based committee that's that is um, tied to making sure that our local school district is supported in the technology area. You know, we have to start we have to start with them young and then have this path for them so that they can, you know, we would love for our children to stay in Sierra Vista. That would be the best thing ever. And so they need jobs, they need access to a great education right here in this community an affordable education. That's great. Well, since we've already started discussing workforce development. What kind of practices do you do for business retention and expansion? That's um, that's kind of an exciting and, and new thing that we've embarked upon. We've been doing it now for about a year and um, we've encompassed a number of different things that are really designed to, you know, have those touch points with our with our business owners. One really exciting partnership that we developed with the chamber was a, um, in fact, it's going on just this morning, is a, a monthly business walk. And the chamber provides some volunteers, the city provides some of our city staff, and um, they meet and identify maybe a couple of blocks, and, and then they deploy in, you know, maybe two people, go into the businesses that are on their list and see if the business owner would be willing to, to spend just a few minutes answering some questions about, you know, how are things going and you know, what are some challenges for you? What are the issues that are, um, you know, that you're, you're finding are, are impacting your business? And more importantly, what is it that the city or the, the community can do to assist you? And we've gotten some really great responses from our um, from our residents, and you know, of course, it's everything from access to capital, um, you know, in some cases, just not having knowledge. Social media was something that people are identifying, you know, just the challenges of marketing in an internet-based world, uh, particularly our retail operations. But many of them have identified workforce as issues. They can't find people to take their jobs. So, um, you know, using that as that opportunity to, to touch those businesses, make sure that they know who at the city they can speak with. We've put together this very comprehensive book on doing business in Sierra Vista that shows them where they can go to get information. Um, and, and includes all of our partners, like the Small Business Development Center, the Economic Development Foundation, the, um, you know, the colleges, and, and that sort of thing, workforce development, so that they know what those resources are. We also have uh, 
um, been doing a, a mayor's visitation program where the, the mayor and a representative from economic development will go and visit a particular business. They usually get a chance to meet with and talk with their employees and and um, you know just find out what's going on, particularly some of our large businesses. You know, we we don't want to take them for granted. They're our bread and butter and they do so much for our community employing residents. And then the city council also takes turns once a month recognizing a local business that they'd like to feature. And we bring them to the council and um, you know, give them a plaque and say some things about them, feature them in a newsletter, that kind of thing. Then we've got a lot more left to do. We've only been doing the, the retention expansion component of our program for about a year. But I'm really excited about the positive feedback that we have gotten and the partnerships that have grown as a result of this effort. That sounds like a great program, your BRE program. You've got some great things going for you, and I love how you've just gotten so many different um, participants from the community together. What do you think some of the strengths are of your organization? I know we've already discussed quite a few, but are there any others that you haven't touched upon yet? You know, one thing that I am really proud of the work that our that our previous uh, manager has done within the organization. You know, what she has done in terms of putting together and implementing a, a strategy, that's great, but she has really built internal to this organization and has said it over and over again, this true understanding that our entire management team and our employees are part of economic development. As she says, we are all a part of economic development. We can't just leave it to the, the two ED professionals. It involves community development. It involves the police department. It involves public works in terms of how our community looks and the quality of our parks. This value-based thought of um, you know, instilling economic development as a foundational value of every one of our departments is not only making an impact right now, but I think it's going to make a huge impact in how we continue to grow and expand in um, the provision of economic development services in the future. In your opinion, what are barriers to doing some economic development practices? You know, economic development is um, its kind of ethereal in many ways. <laughs> and it there are always some very high expectations about what can be accomplished. And really, it's the role of a local government and economic development um, professionals to lay the groundwork and to establish the, um, you know, the framework and the environment that invites business attraction. Because ultimately, we can't, you know, I, I don't have any control on whether or not a Trader Joe's decides to come to Sierra Vista or not. We can invite, we can provide data, but ultimately that's a business decision that they make. And so that is always a frustrating thing that there's these expectations that somehow, you know, we just call a business and, and they show up. And oftentimes, as you know, in this business, it can take uh, months or even years for a project to come to fruition, particularly a big one. But even, 
even local businesses, you know, they think about expanding in the future. And, you know, so it's that regular touch with them, that regular contact. And, you know, with just two people who do that, I, I wish we had more time to do more with folks um, and, you know, be able to see a quicker turnaround in, in what it is that we're doing. But that's just not the way the economy works. And, and I think that's that's frustrating and, and can be a, um, you know, a detriment to us. And then, of course, getting professionals in this field is very challenging because they're very difficult to come by. And so when you get a good one, other people are going to want them too. You know, at, at the national level, and certainly we've seen this here in Sierra Vista, there are definite trends away from needing as much office space. More and more people are telecommuting. They don't need large offices. Um, and as you know, more and more people, and I'm certainly part of that, that category, are buying more things online. And so they're being delivered to their door instead of people going to the local retail stores in order to, you know, look at something, try things on, you know, choose them. And so we're seeing nationally these trends of retailers closing. And that is causing, um, you know, additional office space to be available, additional retail space to be available. and certainly that means less of a demand for, for brand new structure. So a focus on redevelopment is very important in Sierra Vista. Filling stores, filling offices, that sort of thing. Unfortunately, what are the ones that are left to be filled? The ones that maybe aren't quite as spiffy? Um, you know, the ones that people upgraded to some years ago and now we can't backfill them. So having incentive programs to try to get business owners or property owners to upgrade their facilities so that they become more attractive, maybe repurpose them, is important. And Sierra Vista uh, is just wrapping up a, an incentive program. The council was wise to set aside $50,000 for a matching grant program that is targeted to our West End, which is our oldest part of the community. And this grant, um, we hope, will be made available by probably May, maybe June, and will incentivize, we hope, some investments in our older buildings. And we're, you know, we're working on the final details, but if someone maybe only had $1,500 and could get $1,500 to redo a, a facade, and if we could get that much more investment done, then all of a sudden we might start seeing some reuse of these buildings. And if we can support some of our small businesses, maybe ones that are home-based businesses, that would be really great for, um, you know, for the community to be able to have an area designated more for the smaller retail stores and, and that sort of thing. Well... What's next for economic development in Sierra Vista? Do you have any short and long-term goals? Well, I'm really excited. We hope to be hearing sometime next month about a grant that was just submitted to the Office of Economic Adjustment, which is um, a division of the Department of Defense. And the grant is 
targeted for those communities that have seen impacts as a result of federal cutbacks related to military installations, which of course Sierra Vista qualifies. And so we've asked for some funding um, for two particular areas. One is that we want to do a study of the, the airport. Air, Sierra Vista is a, um, we use the same runway as Fort Huachuca. It's one of about 15 or so joint use airfields in the country. And our side of the airfield is relegated to general aviation. We had commercial air service many years ago, but with changes in federal subsidy laws back in the late 90s, we're just not going to get it back. So, but we've got we've got space, we've got empty hangars, we have, you know, there's this national trend that general aviation is going down. It's an expensive hobby. So we want to do a study with Fort Huachuca and look at how maybe the city side of the airport could be used for to incentivize economic development. Um, so we're excited about that, and I think there's a lot of potential prospects for that particular um, area. And then the other thing that we're going to be doing is setting up an accelerator program for those types of businesses that, you know, maybe they're small businesses, but they want to grow. And we plan to partner with one or more agencies or organizations here in Sierra Vista to, to do that. So not just provide the space, but more importantly, provide the assistance to businesses that, um, that they need in order to grow in the right way so that they don't, they, they grow using the right data, with putting good business plans together, you know, all of the support that they need in order to be successful. I think they're out there. We need to find them and, you know, take these two-person pe two or, or three-person businesses where they're working out of their homes and for the ones that do want to expand, give them the support and the resources that they need to do that. And that means more jobs for the community. That means continuing to grow in the focus of technology for Sierra Vista, which I think is our strength and will continue to be our strength. And, um, and then that ultimately also means that we then look more attractive for those other businesses that might want to come to Sierra Vista in the future. Well, I have a few wrap-up questions for you. The first one sure. is, what is your biggest economic development secret to success for other economic developers that are out there listening? You know, hands down, it has to be collaboration. There is no way that an organization of just a few people can impact a community without working well with one another. So that collaboration and relationship building is so it, it's so essential, you know. I, I highly recommend making sure that um, you know that that all of the different players are part of the picture, that their input is valued, that it's incorporated, and that they are um, that they are part of that team approach to economic development within a community. Are there any economic development resources that you would recommend to the audience? You know, the, the um, IEDC and the state economic development associations are always incredibly valuable with great classes and resources. Um, 
ICMA, the International City County Management Association, also has some wonderful resources and data available for local governments. Um, and then, of course, within Arizona, the Arizona Commerce Authority, which is a quasi-public organization, is a great resource for us and also is that, that center um, group that receives leads and, and shares them with the rest of the of the state. I'm sure most states have an equivalent of a Arizona Commerce Authority or Commerce Department within their state. So I certainly would recommend those uh, resources. Well, lastly, what is your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby is um, right now definitely hanging out with my daughter. We we just you know she's a she's a senior in high school this year. And I just relish every moment that we have, whether we go shopping or go for a walk or watch a movie together or, you know, whatever it is. I know it seems kind of silly. It's not exactly a hobby, but it's how I like to spend my time. That sounds like a great hobby, actually. I I love it. I Yeah, no, she's she's just an amazing young woman. And I, I want to I want to have as much time particularly as I can this last semester of hers that, that I possibly can. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Mary, for joining us today. I loved the perspective that you brought to everything that you mentioned, you know, as instead of how we've had, um, you know, basic, very established economic development groups on the podcast speaking before. It's really neat hearing, you know, from you guys having just started up a few years ago, um, how it all is going. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Well, thank you very much. You know, we, like I said, we still have a, a lot more to do, but I think we've, we've really kind of come out of the chute with some strengths and I continue to expect big things from from my team in the future and the community. Great. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much, Nicole. Economic Development Secrets is brought to you by Impact Dashboard, the only impact software built for economic developers. For more information on this podcast or to listen to past episodes, check out www.impactdatasource.com.